0: You're listening to episode 87 of the Master Your Mind, Business, and Life podcast. After a whirlwind of episodes that gave a glimpse into 2020 and the energies that we can expect or look forward to, I am really excited about this week's episode as a little shake up. We're talking all about archangels, ascended masters, ghosts, the other side, and so much more. Laura Powers is a celebrity psychic who has been featured by BuzzFeed, NBC, ABC, CBS, Fox, and she was just on Will Ferrell's podcast. If that's not cool enough, she's currently in pre-production for a new television series about her work. She is a clairvoyant psychic medium who helps others receive and communicate with loved ones. Before we meet Laura, I mentioned in last week's episode about the new section on the MindBizLife.com website called MindBizLife Favorites. I've added more of my favorites to this site. I just added a newbie on there and it's an app that I use that makes me money for something I do daily, driving. This app rewards you every time you don't unlock your phone while driving. So it's rewarding you for being a safe driver, right? Plus you earn money when your referrals drive too. My friend Leslie introduced me to this app and now I'm sharing it with you. Head over to mindbizlife.com to learn more about the On My Way app and learn how you can be rewarded for being a safe driver. Okay, backing out of that little business mode and back into the woo mode, are you ready to get down with a celebrity psychic and learn more about the other side? You know what to do. Tune in, turn it up, let's go. (laughs) You're listening to Master Your Mind, Business and Life. Conversations
1: with everyday world shifters, truth seekers, and rule breakers. Here's your
0: host, Lauren Smith. Hey everyone, it's Lauren Smith. Welcome back to another episode. Today I am joined by Celebrity Psychic, podcast host and author, Laura Powers. Hey Laura, welcome to the show. Thanks for joining me. Hey, thanks so much for having me. It's my pleasure. Okay, I have this feeling that you have a really interesting life story did you <laughs> always know that you were psychic or did you just kind of step into this and harness your power well I guess what I would say is that I've always had these abilities but growing up I
1: thought I was crazy <laughs> <laughs> uh, which is someone that, you know something that can happen when people have abilities because you're seeing sensing things that other people don't and we tend to kind of cue off of others so I remember even as a little kid, just looking around and noticing that other people weren't reacting or seeming to notice some of the things that I did. So I remember asking my mom when I was little, if she saw things and I knew based on her response that she had no idea what I was talking about. (laughs) Mm. So I basically just kept it to myself and uh, just, you know, kind of went through, tried to ignore uh, whenever I could. And it wasn't until I was in college and a family friend described a ghost that I had seen, but never told anyone about that. I knew I wasn't crazy. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I mean, I've always had these abilities, but it took me many, many years to understand it comes to terms with it, believe that it was real. And even once I got that confirmation, I was still really scared. And I, I basically tried to block it all out because I just didn't have the tools or teachers in my life at the time to help me learn how to manage all of it. And so it wasn't until I was, you know, 30 that I really kind of embraced it, started taking classes and, and then eventually stepped into this as my work.
0: Crazy. This is so cool. (laughs) So how does spirit show up or present itself to you? Gosh, I mean- I'm kind of seeing like ghosts yeah. right now, you know, like the movie ghost. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: No, it was very much like that. In yeah. Fact, there's a scene in that movie that I'm like, yep, that's totally can be what it's like where, uh, where Whoopi Goldberg gets kind of taken over by Patrick Sweet. Yes. First. And um, I could, could have that happen to me, meaning like I could be a trait, what's called a trance medium where mm-hmm. a spirit comes in and do that. But I don't want that but ghosts would try. I would literally have ghosts try to get in and, you know, kind of like (laughs) use my body for the time. Um, So what first presented itself to me were primarily uh, ghosts and then what I call like dark entities. So, you know, unhelpful, non-positive, you know, kind of beings. And the reason I think that is, is our lives, our minds and our energy fields are very much like a garden, you know, whatever... Um, is there just kind of shows up and it's up to us to cultivate whatever we want in our sort of inner garden. And I just didn't know how to do that yet. So all this sort of dark stuff showed up. And then it wasn't until I got training and I learned about angels and beings of light and energy boundaries that it really changed for me. So I do still do uh, what I call ghost whispering. So communicating with ghosts, I do space clearings, but it's not nearly as much of my regular life as it used to be because now I know how to have boundaries and how to you know, basically set intentions and parameters for what I want in my life and my energy fields.
0: Right. So I assume that if you were to do something, you essentially would what do like a some sort of blessing or something to set the intention of you're only ac- accepting positive, light filled you know, ghosts into a reading. Or how do you keep the like the darkness away? yeah I think it's a process, so mm. it is
1: about setting intentions um, and then getting your spiritual helpers to help you. So I work a lot with angels and Archangels in particular are great with us. specifically Archangel Michael is really great for establishing and enforcing uh, energy protections and boundaries and and also with live people. so if you're ever in an unsafe situation, Archangel Michael's your guy. <laughs> yeah, for help and protection and then it's a combination of doing that and over time your energy shifts and then your whatever it is that you're putting out and your beliefs also attract things to you so over time you can make pretty major changes in terms of what you are attracting allowing your space And whatever you allow physically impacts what happens to you spiritually and vice versa. So let's say you are being harassed by, you know, angry ghosts or something. It's very likely that you may also have some physical relationships with live people in your life where you have unhealthy boundaries. And as you uh, improve one, then the other will usually also improve
0: this is like so mind blowing to me. I love it. Like I'm just like, Oh my God. I like, I don't even know which direction to go right now, but let's, (laughs) let's go angels because you recently released a book, archangels and ascendant masters. So what, okay. First of all, how can we use archangels more? Because you've already touched on archangel Michael. So who are the different archangels and how can we kind of leverage them to, to our ability to help us? Yeah. So archangels are a specific type of angels and
1: angelology is the study of angels. And there's different, many different types. So most people are familiar with the idea of guardian angels. And we have an angel that is kind of assigned to us and assists us uh, throughout our life. But there's many different angels that work on different areas and different levels. And archangels are very high level angel, but that still works with human affairs. Cause there are even angels on a grander scale that work with say planets and like universes. And, you know, it can go on really into, you know, quite large levels. Um, but archangels still work with humans and that said, they are very powerful. So in a way it's kind of like calling the big guns. Like when you call in an archangel, you are calling on not just that angel, but also all of the angels that they work with. So it's a very powerful type of angel to connect with and receive help from. So I'm a huge advocate of that because it's like calling in the whole army or whatever, Mm. (laughs) calling in the big team. And you can do that just by simply asking for help from that one angel. And there's many different archangels. And just like we have different areas of specialty and things that we work on, angels do too. So you can call on different archangels for different things in your life that you'd like help with.
0: Mm. And then what is an ascended master?
1: So an angel is a generally speaking, a different type of being. Um, So an an angel is an energetic being that is here to help us in our life and life's mission and work. And ascended masters are people who have incarnated and are now no longer needing to incarnate. And so that's where the term ascended comes from. And they are still basically acting as teachers and spirit guides, but they were not angels. Mm. or are not angels
0: interesting, so are I assume the ascended masters do they still help us in our in our everyday lives? It could be a call on our ascended masters as well absolutely, yeah, so sometimes we may feel a connection
1: to a specific ascended masters or also specific archangels, so you know maybe you feel really drawn to Buddha or Jesus uh, you know um, there are some that are kind of classified in some cultures and religions as, you know, gods or goddesses or even mythical, um, but you might also consider them ascended masters. It it can be a a varied term. So for example, um, you know, Osiris or Isis, I have written about in that general category and some people might think of them as mythical um, or maybe not. So you can decide for yourself, but either way you can ask for their help, guidance, assistance, and support. And the same goes with archangels as well.
0: So as we're asking them for this guidance, this wisdom, or whatever it may be, are they sending messages back to us? Totally.
1: So I wrote just about this process and really break it down for everyone in my book, Angels, How to Understand, Recognize, and Receive Their Guidance. So Archangels and Ascended Masters is the book that really goes into the specific Archangels and Ascended Masters and what their specialties are and, and that sort of thing. But my book Angels How to Understand and Recognize Their Receive Their Guidance is all about this. And essentially, you know, we are communicating with them through our thoughts, our feelings, through our actions, and they are communicating with us through our thoughts, feelings, and also through the world around us. So, you know, things we see and hear, overheard conversations, bumper stickers, numbers, animal messages, like all of these things are a form of communication. And with learning and practice, you can actually have a dialogue with your angels and spirit guides um, through the universe. And it's quite wild when people start to do this and realize how crazy it is. I remember feeling like my mind is just totally blown. By the craziness of this type of thing, so I'll give you an example. so um, I was already working as a psychic at this point, but it's, it's definitely easier to read for someone else than to read for yourself, and I felt like I was getting the messages to raise my prices, so I just but I wanted to make sure I wasn't an ego about it. so I was driving home from Denver and to my hometown of Lafayette, Colorado, uh, which is about a thirty minute drive. and I asked my angels and guides for a very clear sign that I couldn't misunderstand that it was, you know, time for me to raise my prices. And when I got home, in my mailbox was a, a business magazine addressed to me, which I had never ordered, by the way. <laughs> and the headline article uh, on the cover was 10 Reasons Why You Should Raise Your Prices."
0: <laughs> Stop it! Oh yes. my goodness,
1: it, it gets that crazy where it's like a dialogue, and it, it starts to feel like, oh my god, I, I, it's like you're in the Matrix or something. You know, when you really start to access it, because it can be incredibly specific and you know, just kind of mind blowing.
0: What do you say to people who are like, "Well, you were just looking for a sign, so of course you saw one
1: I mean, I can understand that, but there gets to a point where they are just so weirdly specific, even that like it was it was so bizarre that magazine being addressed to me, you know it being on the cover. And then not only that, but like inside the the article, were ten reasons why, like practical reasons why raising yeah. <laughs> is a good idea to you know to I guess uh, soothe my analytical mind as well as my right <laughs> sort of yeah intuitive or spiritual aspect. So I understand that. I, I but I think when you start to experience it in strange enough ways, eventually you have to think, mm. okay, something's going on. But part of what happens is if our angels and spirit guides know that we are paying attention, then they use that sort of channel or avenue even more. And I mean, sometimes the signs have been stuff that just, it doesn't even seem like it'd be physically possible. Like the tele, like I'm not exaggerating, this has happened to me several times, the television turning itself on, Mm. you know, to a specific song or a television show or something where the name was deeply meaningful with what I was asking about. So... Yeah, yeah it, it can get pretty wild. Um, and anytime something comes in, in an unusual way, meaning just like these, these are both examples of t- something, you know, electronics turning themselves on, or, you know, just after you ask, there's something, okay, a magazine you didn't order or something kind of being presented to you These <laughs> unusual, or anytime something is repeated then that's something I would recommend paying attention to. So you know, maybe you just keep hearing about a particular book or a particular person or a particular city or whatever. If it just keeps coming up over and over
0: and over again, then there's something there. You need to pay attention to it. Right. Hmm. So when we have a, a lot of people, when someone close to them passes, assumes that they are then their guardian angel. Is that, is that true? I know you said earlier that we have an, a guardian angel that kind of sticks with us for most of our lives. So how is that guardian angel? I don't, I want to say a sign to us almost. Yeah. So I would say that generally speaking, an
1: angel, a guardian angel, is different than our, our loved ones, but, but certainly our loved ones can Act in a supportive manner and help guide us as well. But they, they usually are not our guardian angel unless there's some kind of very unusual uh, situation happening. Um, so it's good to know that we have an angel that is assigned to us at or before birth and it's really with us for our whole life. And mm-hmm. then loved ones, you know, they were with us in our life, and then when they cross over, they may then also assist us. And the truth is, we have a whole team of people and guides that are helping us um, with our lives and our paths and challenges and everything. It's just most people just don't have awareness of it, even though Mm -hmm. when I look at them psychically and I look at their team, I'm like, oh my gosh, you have this massive (laughs) amount of support uh, spiritually, but most people feel like they're kind of in it all alone, which is really not the case from my experience.
0: Oh, I love that. Yeah. You know, I think the first time that I I was aware to the fact of, of angels. And I was told just how many are around. Um, I had been like experiencing some like really like not bad, but like a little disturbing energies in the house. And, um, a friend of mine who is, she's a medium. She was like, you know, you should really just say at nighttime for, she's like, whether you just want to say it for peace of mind or she's like, I th- I know it's protection, but whatever you want to believe, uh, she's like, just ask the angels to protect, you know, all of the windows, all of the doors, keep your family safe. And she was like, and just habitually say it. And I started saying it and it was like, I felt like I slept better every night that I said it. And I was like, I don't know if this is a mental game or y'all got my back, but I feel it. (laughs) Like like I feel it. Yeah. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. I think this is a really important thing and that our angels and spirit guides do honor our free will. So Mm -hmm. a lot of times they may give us sort of guidance, but they're not necessarily going to step in and intervene and shift things and do things like protection right. unless we ask them to. But as soon as we do, they're like, oh, yes, of course, here we are. You know? mm. And the, the reason I think that is, is, you know, think about like a nice person waits to be invited in and mm. they're nice. They like, they want to make sure they're wanted and that you do want whatever they offer as well. And I do recommend doing this for yourself, you know, at whatever age you are, and, as, and also especially if you have children, to do this for them, and then also at a young age to teach them to do this for themselves as well.
0: Yeah, I love this. What do you believe happens when we pass and we leave the physical world?
1: Sure. So uh, uh, the light, which is like a gateway or portal to the other side, opens up, and it does stay open for a period of time from the Earthly perspective, and most of the time, you know, Earth, the spirit, the you know, that has just been released from the body, does cross through that light and into you know what is truly the other side, you know, heaven or whatever you want to call it, and from there, uh, there's a process of a, a life review where you kind of review what happened in this life and what the lessons were, and then maybe some healing from any trauma you might have experienced. And then you spend some time on the other side. Um, There are lessons and tasks that people often do on the other side, a a kind of work in a way. And then um, in many cases, you start to plan your next incarnation as well. Um, Mm. So when a spirit doesn't cross into the light, that light eventually does sort of close down.
0: And that's when we have what we would call ghosts. Interesting. So then ghosts, are they like trapped or... I mean, that's one way to look at it. I would say uh, they may
1: feel that way, but it's it's you know of their own choice. Meaning, for some reason, they didn't feel ready, didn't want to, were afraid to cross into the light, and eventually, you know, I do believe that all souls will eventually cross. You know, <laughs> fully yeah. at some point, it may just be that maybe they they don't feel ready, and so that was one of the interesting things for me as a psychic, as once I got this training. Is I really attracted a lot of ghosts in some cases who were specifically wanting help crossing over, wow. so they would literally come to me like, "Help me! I need to cross." And then I'd be like, "Okay," and, you know, and that's one of the, my abilities is to open up the light to help them transition. But the thing is, I didn't even though I kind of built to do that, I didn't know how to for a while. Yeah, <laughs> and I didn't know how to boundaries, and so my life was just kind of a mess. Like I would. Bring ghosts home with me, <laughs> many ghosts in my room while I'm trying to sleep at night. And, you know, but now that I know how to handle them, it, it's.
0: So. Yeah, I feel like that could also <laughs> just be like almost energetically draining.
1: Oh, totally. Yeah. yeah. Essentially, it's a, you have to, in this work, have really strong boundaries. But that said, even with strong boundaries, there's certain places that, for me, with my abilities, are just really unpleasant to go to. Um, I'll give an example. I was in um, Mexico and I love Mexico and I was in Mexico city and I was staying in the historic center and I just, gosh, I couldn't sleep and I was starting to get sick and I actually had to move where I was staying because it was getting so bad. And I finally asked my guides, like, why is it so bad here? And they, they told me that it was because of some of the things that happened in, in that space. And I, I, when I did some research, I learned that I was staying a few blocks from one of the Mayan sites that had been uncovered mm. um, when they were building the subway. It's now a museum and it was one of the sacrifice sites. And, like, you know, they kept very good records. So, like, just as an example, there was one weekend where they killed like 180,000 people wow. just that one weekend at that location. And it was like, well, no Jeez. wonder there's so many ghosts and so much pain and kind of suffering sacrifice of all, you know, different forms of, of traumatic death is, is one of the most intense. So like a place like that, like it's just not really the best place for even with strong boundaries for me to go.
0: <laughs> yeah. <hang out> in. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. I'm my hometown is is Boonsboro, Maryland, but it right next to it is Sharpsburg, Maryland, which is where that was the bloodiest battle um, oh, of the Civil yeah. War, so Maryland, it just as a whole, has yeah, so much, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, there's like so many story, you know, just like so many stories from so many people, um, yeah. of just like the cool things. So I feel like it's always been like a little part of, of me, of like I've I've always been a believer, <laughs> you know, just like growing up there. It's like, dang, how can you not? But that is just so wild that the energy, you could feel it from like that long ago. Like, wow. Yeah.
1: I mean, it kind of leaves an energy impression on the Mm. land and unless someone goes through and does some massive shifting, it's going to stay there. And in some cases, you know, that has happened in certain places, but in a lot of cases it hasn't. And um, like I, I used to do a lot of kind of pro bono energy clearing work, but it is very tiring. So I learned that I have to protect my energy and not do too much of that. Um, otherwise they just, you know, would end up depleted.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So I, we got to ask some fun questions now. So celebrity sure. psychic, have you, yeah. okay, so I assume you work with celebrities, but have you ever come across like a celebrity ghost or spirit or? Like, oh, totally. Yeah. So yeah? one
1: of my forthcoming books is actually on this work. It's called Celebrity Channeled Messages from Ooh. the Other Side. So. Um, yeah. So in terms of ghosts, the probably the most famous ghost that I've interacted with is Jack the Ripper what? in London. I was on a tour. I was actually hosting a tour of the sort of dark side of London. And uh, and yeah, I was like, what the heck? Yeah. So came across him. Um, and then uh, I have had many different celebrity Spirits that I've, uh, you know, communicated with and channeled, uh, and some even before I even recognized I was a psychic. Like the spirit of Marilyn Monroe was coming to me when I was really an adolescent, mm-hmm. and some it just kind of confused me because I didn't. I just was like, "There's no Monroe. I don't really understand this." And then as I got to be an adult and I got my training and understood my abilities, you know, it just made a lot more sense. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, once I, you know, the thing is. Spirits on the other side, they're still wanting to communicate, to share, to teach, to express. And since there's not that many of us that do this, you know, those of us who do, they, they will come and they will talk and communicate. So um, once I got my training, especially, there were many, many different spirits that wanted to communicate. Mm, this is celebrity so spirits.
0: I I love it. I love it. You have such a cool life. (laughs) You provided us with just so much information. I know our audience is going to want to connect with you and read your book and listen to your podcast. So where can they go to just learn more about you and connect with you further?
1: So the website that I have that is for this type of work is healingpowers.net. And on there, you can find information about how to work with me. You know, I teach classes, I do readings, I do space clearings. Um, I have courses that people can purchase. And my seven books all on the spiritual realm are also linked there. And then my podcast is Healing Powers Podcast. You can find that on all the major podcasting platforms, you know, Spotify, wherever you're probably listening to right now, Apple, Stitcher, et cetera. And then I am on social media. You can find me on Facebook at Healing Powers. I'm on Twitter at that Laura Powers. And then I'm pretty active on Instagram at Laura Powers 44. And that's 44 the number because that's an angel number.
0: Love it. I love it. Laura, you are a true light worker. Thank you so much for joining me today.
1: Oh, it was my pleasure and thank you for having me. It's been great.
0: <laughs> my head was spinning with so many amazing thoughts and oh, I don't even know, more questions after this conversation with Laura. I have linked Laura's website, podcast, and social channels on this week's episode notes found on mindbizlife.com. If something resonated with you today, I invite you to share this episode with a friend, screenshot it, share it on social media, tag me in it at mindbizlife.com. And I'll reshare that with the community. I cannot express this enough, but each week I feel like I meet a new listener, typically through Instagram, and it just warms my heart that we're connecting. So know that when you reach out to me and connect with me, oh, it makes my whole day. If we're not connected already, follow me on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at MindBizLife or on my personal accounts at Lauren SmithBiz. If you thought this week's conversation was mind-blowing, I am really excited to see what you think about next week's episode because we're talking about psychedelics. I'll see you back here on Friday for another episode of Fuel Your Life Friday or next week for another conversation. Until then, remember, every level of life is an opportunity to grow. Be well, my friend.